Social media can catapult a blogger to superstardom, but it takes way more than clever tweets. Sisters Huda and Monica Tan know this well. Huda is one of the most famous people in the world of beauty and fashion, appearing on Time Magazine's list of the most influential people on the internet. Her nearly 40 million Instagram followers, who go to Catan for tips on the latest beauty trends and products, have helped her build a net worth of $610 million. Mona Catan, Huda's sibling and business partner, used finance and PR savvy to turn Huda's talent into a massive moneymaker. They already have a line of beauty products. Now they're set to launch Huda Beauty Investments, which will mentor and fund entrepreneurs in the space. Plus, Huda will continue to star in a reality show for Facebook Watch. Huda and Mona are here to talk about how to build celebrity from the ground up and how to make money on it if you do. I'm with Huda and Mona Catan, who are the owners and founders of Huda Beauty. So great to see you guys. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Thank, Thank you for you. having honored us. To be here. So honored. We love Yahoo Finance. <laughs> well, I love that. She's on it every morning. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so let me ask you, I mean, first of all, maybe one of the most famous thing about you guys is the number of Instagram followers. So Huda, I want to ask you about that. I mean, first of all, what is it like to have, what, nearly 40 million Very Insta close. followers? <laughs> um, it's... It's incredible. It's amazing because, you know, you do have the ability to impact and to influence and get people to buy products, but it's also a lot of responsibility as well. Um, so I think there is a little bit of pressure with that, um, but I do feel like I am supposed to be doing this, so I enjoy it. <laughs> and so, Mona, talk about your roles. And, and you have another sister in the business as well? Three yes. sisters? Wow, does that work out? I mean... Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> we have our days. Um, you know, my role has continuously evolved in the company, and I think all of ours have has, um, but from day one, it was Huda, our sister Alia, and myself um, working with the business. Huda is the founder, and we helped co-found the business, but I think you know, any startup, it's like you just have to wear whatever hat is necessary. So it's really evolved over time. Now I think I'm just really honing in on one of our sub-brands, which is called Kayali. It's our fragrance launch uh, brand, um, which is really exciting. And Hood is helping me really um, become a founder of a brand because before I was just involved in really the boring things like finance and legal. <laughs> oh, that's not, and that's like, not boring uh, to our audience. Come I on. do love it. Right. I love it. You know, right. I studied, we both studied finance, yeah. but um, I think I'm having more fun now just learning from Hood. And did you urge her to start her beauty blog? 10 years ago I think almost 10 years ago in April right yeah yes you know April 19th yeah I mean I was actually in PR consulting at the time so I'd, I had always been telling people you need to start a blog to help build your profile but Huda was actually like sharing information all the time anyway she actually had a blog but not really so it's just like make it formal because she used to send email send outs to all her close friends and tell them like, what products to buy just for fun like for no reason at all. I was People like, wanted this a list. Is, all my friends were like, put me on Huda's email list. <laughs> so she was blogging without even knowing it, but she formally started it um, when she started makeup. She forced me. <laughs> it worked out. It worked out. I'm so glad I listened to her. But Huda, she doesn't so, listen to me. She oh doesn't? God, let's no. not go there right now. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty I'm good point. I'm starting to. We're sisters. So, so a lot of people try to do what you do, want to do what you do. How come yours just clicked like this? I think a lot of people from the outside looking in assume it's easy. Um, they think that I'm just in this office and I'm just, you know, 
creating content and I'm, you know, making product and I'm just having the time of my life. They don't realize how much goes into running a company, whether that is managing cash flows, which I think is one of the biggest problems when people are starting businesses, especially, you know, being a young founder. I think that's one of the the things that really stop you from moving forward. Um, and I think that a lot of times too, they don't have the vision. They're not like long, you know, they're, they're very short-sighted. I think they're, they're not long-term focused. And I think that was one of the things that we've always been is very long-term greedy. Um, you know, so I don't want to be, you know, thinking about the business in the next five to 10 years. It's like, okay, when we die, what's going to exist? Um, you know, am I, I really look up to Estee Lauder as a company. I think they're amazing. I love what they've done. I think Estee Lauder herself was amazing. I'd love to be the next Estee Lauder. That's our goal. <laughs> so this background in finance probably helped you guys a lot, right? Definitely. Um, yeah. I didn't want to study finance. Neither one of us did. But our father was really into just securing our future. So I think that's why we both studied it. And I worked in banking for a little while. And I think that's she what helped. She loves finance. She's lying. I, do. I love <laughs> I finance. I'm not going to lie. I do. I like, I do. Okay. <laughs> I'm a nerd. Sorry. <laughs> well, so then you guys are, you know, a, it's a beauty blog essentially with superpower by finance brains i mean thank you but yeah, i think I, I think i'm more of a marketing person mm-hmm. um mona really is incredibly savvy but you guys finance. are business people a little bit too do you know what's so funny is i never thought that we were um i never really thought i was a businesswoman i you know when mona told me to start the blog and you know she forced me to start lashes as well i was like this isn't for me and i would do interviews and people were like maybe you're gonna be the next bobby brown i was like what i was like do you hear yourself do you hear how crazy that is um but ultimately i feel like you don't really know what you're capable of until you you know get pushed into a corner and then you you know, you can blossom or ultimately, you know, not, um, you can crack. So, um, I think we were put in positions. We were fortunate enough to have each other and a really wonderful team around us, um, to create, you know, something that is incredible. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned your dad pushing you into finance and your parents immigrated from Iraq to the United States, correct? And talk about growing up in America that way. I mean, that was rough, to be honest. Uh, you know, we definitely, you know, when we, my dad immigrated into the States, he came in on a scholarship, but he had four children, you know, so we definitely, I think, faced a lot of issues, you know, and there's obviously, you know, this, this simple issues like, you know, being on welfare. And I remember having a lot of memories of, of that, um, struggling with a lot of basic things um, that, you know, now it's like, you know, you look back and you're like, it's really incredible that everybody does have an opportunity if they work hard enough, if they have the right perception, because that was a big thing too. Not thinking you're capable, not thinking that you are worthy of a certain life is like the most fundamental thing that people need to change. Um, and I felt like when we changed that, that's when the, you know, when ultimately our business changed, but it did take a long time to get there. Yeah, I have to agree. And I think that um, our parents have been so supportive, especially our father. He's been our rock. But for the longest time, he didn't believe we could achieve something out of business. He was like, I don't know why you guys are doing this. Go find a job. Go find a real job. Because, you know, he came from a struggling family, too. So he always believed in securing your future through education, um, which is why he has, like, five degrees. But, you know, for him, I think he didn't really believe in us to like, year four of the company. He was always like, what are you guys doing? I don't understand what you do all day, but I'm going to support you. I would tell him, like, Dad, we're going to make this palette, and we're going to send, like, we're going to sell, like, 3,000 palettes. And he was like, let's see. His answer to me was always, like, an because like in shoof, in shoof, which means like let's see let's see like you're you know you think something's possible but it's not and it's so funny because you know he's uh he's around uh you know and he's he's in his mid to late 70s now and he really is changing now as a person his perception now is changing you know he's he says to us all the time you know you've taught me a lot about leadership you've taught me a lot about perception and it's incredible because um 
it's, it's a beautiful thing when you see that happen. Absolutely. I think mindset is probably 90% of yeah. your success. You yeah. have to have the right mindset. But how did you sell like those first 3,000 <laughs> pellets? Those we are the, sold more. Those, right. Those are little makeup yeah. pieces. They're about uh, this big. Right. So how, how did that happen? I mean, you just put them up on the internet and people bought them? We really were fortunate enough to be in the wave of social media. Um, so we used, um, we did use Facebook originally to push our blog. We, were, we didn't have a lot of money. So we're using like $10 ads on Facebook which was amazing. <laughs> that really helped us cultivate a following on the blog. And then when Instagram came around, it was the perfect timing. So we were really, you know, pushing on Instagram, studying like crazy. Um, I think one thing we were very serious about making it and becoming successful on social media. So we were studying everything. You know, we know now data is so powerful and you can learn so much about, you know, yourself and creating product with data. So we were really like studying what people were liking, what they weren't liking, small little things about, you know, would this photo get more likes? And so we were able literally to create product and packaging based on all those things. And so you guys are based in Dubai now. Why is that? Um, well, I've been in Dubai since 2002. Initially, my dad moved us out there just um, to try something new. He was like, I got this job opportunity um, to set up a program, and he just wanted us to go for a year, and honestly, it just sucked us in. <laughs> There's like a, a thing in Dubai where you go for a year and you stay for a lifetime, so we're like one of those people. I've been there for 17 years now, um, and I think it's just a land of opportunity and entrepreneurship. It's the, the leaders there are very visionary. I mean, the ruler of Dubai, he's a... He's an entrepreneur himself. He believes in startups. He he brings this culture out in Dubai of like really encouraging businesses, even if it's even if you fail. You know, it's 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 this land of no regrets and just enthusiasm. I think. Mm -hmm. And are your products um, and sales mostly in the Middle East or the United States or both or how does it work globally? So um, we're actually a very global business, which is amazing because a lot of beauty brands they they will really they'll they'll really infiltrate the states, but going out of the states, they struggle. And we've been very fortunate to be able to launch against really big beauty brands without spending a dollar on marketing and obliterate them, <laughs> yeah. um, to say it nicely. Um, right. So, yeah, but it's honestly just because of social. And I do think it does go back to those, like, small advertising dollars that we use in different places. I know it sounds so weird, but we grew followings in those different locations. So whether we were advertising in some places, like, didn't necessarily make sense. But I was like, I feel like in Nigeria, they love makeup. I feel like in New York, you know, that that's where the, all the press lives. And I feel like in L.A., it's all Hollywood. So we chose, like, different countries. In India, they love makeup. In Saudi, they have, like, you know, they love social media. So we picked out different countries. And so when we launched, um, also France, because they had a big Arab um, community. So when we launched in these places... We, people were like scratching their heads. Even the retailers at the time were like, oh, you're, you're, you know, you're not going to really succeed here. And then we did. And if I could just add to that, I think that one amazing thing about advertising on Facebook was that you're advertising to a community and you retain that community versus, you know, other places where you can geo-target um, the demographic, like Google, for instance, you don't retain that community afterwards. So it's really interesting to see something like Facebook where you, you build a community for life. You guys know you're social. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like I've been doing it for 10 years. So, and, but you were saying, Huda, that you actually like being a little bit out of the fray I being in it. Dubai, right? Yeah. You know, um, I think a lot of people assume because all the influencers, majority of them, especially like the bigger ones, are in L.A. Um, and, you know, socials in L.A., the beauty brands are all moving to L.A. I think everybody was under the assumption that we were going to move there. Um, and as sometimes, you know, we definitely wondered if we, we should. But I love being away from everyone. There's no noise. You know, I'm, I'm in perfect focus. I can see everything really, really clearly. So how does the business work? <laughs> right? You're on social, you're selling makeup, you're doing 
promoted posts. How does it all come together? We're not doing promoted posts too much right now. Our shop um, Instagram account does. Um, but that, other than that, we don't really do too many promoted posts um, anywhere else. But, um, you know, the business is interesting because I think um, in many ways we are backwards. Um, most businesses, from what I've understood from just, you know, interviewing people, they'll be like, okay, we want to make this much money. What, how do we do it? And then they'll kind of work backwards where I'm like, I feel like I'm craving this product. And, you know, it'll, it'll, it'll kind of start from there. And sometimes that product won't necessarily make that much money. But I'm like, but I know it's going to create a movement. People will grab onto the trend. It's a very long-term focus. And, um, you know, luckily, I've been right enough times where we've took chances that the team trusts me now. And you source from all over the world and sell all over the world at this point, right? We do. Um, our manufacturers are all over the world, uh, primarily Europe, Italy. Um, we look for the best. We do not uh, negotiate on quality. That's it's quality and customers first. And so, and what does the future hold for you guys? I mean, you do you're doing Facebook Watch again, and you've got Huda Investments, right? How does <laughs> That's that? That's right. Look? I've been reading up. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm so impressed. I'm well. so impressed. So we do have a company, a subsidiary. Um, well, it's actually it's a pair, it's a sister company called um, Huda Beauty Investments, and we do have our own team there, our own CEO there, and we are doing investments in various projects. Some of them have been technology focused. Some of them have been, um, you know, different types of marketplaces. Um, and then, um, you know, we just recently, of course, uh, started our Huda Beauty Angels, which is, there's stuff going on there, but we'll have to save that for another conversation. And finally, last question, do you have other investors and are you looking to maybe do an IPO at some point? What does the, <laughs> the financial future, the business future hold? We have one investor, um, TSG Consumer Group, which they're just phenomenal partners. Honestly, they've been so strategic and really they're long-term greedy as well. Like they're not about one year or two years. They're thinking about the vision with us and they've been great partners. Um, but I don't think we're looking to raise any more capital anytime soon. Um, and I think long-term we'll probably go the IPO route most likely. All right, we'll be watching that. <laughs> it's exciting. Mona Katan, Huda Katan, thank, thank you. you so much thank for you. coming thank on Yahoo so Finance. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you, so thank you for much. having us.